hello 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 beautiful people welcome to authentic shameless self podcast i am your host deja monet and on authentic shameless self podcast we have talked about plenty of things from discipline to anxiety disorders to taxes to parenting to intimate toxic relationships to sexuality friendships marriage divorce today we're talking about healing so if you're new to this podcast there is a format that i'd like to go by so let me break it down for you real quick first we actually start by breaking it down so today we're going to be breaking down healing then we'll go into unpopular opinions mine because what i know may not be fact sometimes it's opinion and i like to tell y'all the difference between the two then we'll get into story time and we're going to end with a challenge and this challenge in particular will relate to how you can heal something in your personal life so yes we're going to take it out of the podcast and apply what we talk about in real life because we're living together so shameless healing shameless healing first let's talk about what is to heal Healing is a person or a treatment that was wounded or injured by a person, place, or thing, and they need to become sound or healthy again. The National Library of Medicine defines healing as to transcend suffering. I'm going I'm to say that again. To transcend suffering. Interesting. So, personal fun fact. In the last two months, I had listened to, audiobook style, um, the 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think book by Brianna Weist. And I just wanted to tell y'all a quote from the book. And I want y'all to find a way, find me, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, Twitter, and let me know what y'all think of this quote. She said, everything is hard in some way. It's hard to be in the wrong relationship. It's hard to be in the right one. It's hard to be broke and miserable. It's hard to achieve your dreams. It's hard to be stuck in the middle, not really feeling anything at all. Everything is hard, but you choose your hard. You choose what's worth it. You don't choose whether or not you'll suffer, but you do choose what you suffer for. What you want to suffer for. Excuse me. I... So when I saw the definition from the National Library of Medicine on transcending suffering, the first thing that came to my mind was this book by Brianna Weiss. Because if I remember correctly, we do get to choose for how long we suffer when it comes to emotions. Like we we can't we are powerful enough, in my personal opinion, unpopular might be. We're powerful enough to choose how long 
we sit within ourselves and hold a certain perspective that hurts. Which brings us to the unpopular opinion that once we sit with ourselves and we're going through this healing process to identify what hurts, how did this hurt, why does this hurt, and we really take the time to analyze the hurt within us by ourselves, now when we are ready to come out of that, no matter how long or how, how short that may take a person, in order to truly heal, I believe, unpopular opinion, maybe, I believe that people cannot heal back to wholeness in a particular, any particular situation without again being presented with a similar experience. And you will not truly know if you are healed until you face a similar experience or you face the thing that wounded you in the first place. And the feelings that come from that, the anxiety or lack thereof, the anger or lack thereof, the happiness or lack thereof, whatever emotions come up when you face that person, place, or thing again, that is the true testimony of how you know or can revisit the fact that you have healed or are healing. And I always think it's so interesting how we talk about healing now as if like it's something to start and finish. I'm healed, done deal, clap, clap it up, you're, you're done, it, it's over with. And I have found in my own journey that I can feel healed for a moment and then an experience will happen and I'm like, man, I'm, I may not be as healed as I thought I was. Like that, this still affects me in a way that I don't want it to affect me. Or hearing that, uh, mm, I don't, mm, uh, this doesn't feel good to me. And then I gotta go back in my hermit and figure out why do I respond this way to this situation to this experience and how is that attributing to something that I have experienced etc etc when I say I believe healing is exhausting mentally emotionally exhausting to me, healing is not your self-care Sundays, running your bathwater and doing your face mask. To me, healing looks like I can't, I don't want to go out every weekend and indulge in my vices. I don't want to be around this person anymore because they are so negative. I need to stay in the house and clean my house and be disciplined and do what I need to do so that later I can do what I want to do, even though I don't really want to do it right now. Like, 
healing to me is boundaries and awareness and mindfulness and checking in with yourself constantly. And that continuous check-in sometimes can be daunting and draining and you have to just keep asking why. Why do I feel this? Why do I think that? Why do I want that? Why do I not want that? Why do I feel this way? Why, 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 why? And once you get to the root of that why, you're wounded by something, someone, somewhere, then you can truly start to weave the that perception back together. But you have to fully dissect it. And to sometimes dissect like what has hurt us and has caused us to feel like we are not whole and that we are broken, that's not easy. That is a lot. And it is something that you really have to listen to your own voice. A lot of times, I know I used to trauma dump on all of my friends and my father. And after my last divorce, I realized I cannot do that no more. I cannot do it anymore. Because I learned that I'm list- I was listening to everyone's thoughts and opinions and taking on their emotions and how they felt about what I was going through and I was not listening to myself at all. I didn't trust my own voice because I was actually disappointed with myself. I was disappointed that I had allowed myself to have such an experience that led to such a nasty divorce. And it led me to believe that I could not trust my own judgment anymore. And when I sat and I realized Deja, you don't trust yourself because you're ashamed of what, you're embarrassed of what you've been going through. You're you're ashamed to be hurt by this. You don't want to listen to yourself because you don't trust yourself. You don't trust your judgment because you feel like if you did, you wouldn't be going through what you're going through. And when I had that realization, I started journaling again. I started journaling and I told myself, I can trust myself. I can trust my intuition. I'm a woman of good judgment and character and I can get myself to a place where I listen to me and I don't need outside opinions and thought processes to validate at the end of the day what I'm going through. And that brings me to story time. So someone, a young lady hit me up on Instagram back in December of 2022. And she asked me, how do I know where to start my healing process? And essentially, I told her that it starts with you acknowledging what 
why and where you are hurting inside, emotionally and mentally. What hurts? Where does it hurt? Why does it hurt? Is there a person, place, or thing that you can think of that is it's just an unbearable, uncomfortable feeling when you think about this person, place, or thing and you don't want to be around it and makes you uncomfortable. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk to them. Like It starts with identifying, acknowledging this person or this going to this place or this experience or this thing wounded me. And then again, divulging deep into why. How does it hurt? Why does it hurt? What makes it hurt? What are the triggers from this hurt? And when you know your triggers, then you know how better to respond and not react. And when you place the emphasis on it was that thing that hurt me or that person that hurt me, and we get into a mindset of it's not everything that hurts me, it's not everyone that hurts me, and we can keep the responsibility on that person, place, or thing, and also take accountability of how we may have allowed that person, place, or thing to hurt us. That is truly where the healing can begin. And that, again, is not easy. It is daunting. It is hard. It is stressful. And it is not something that can be done in a set amount of time. We talk about the celebrities that, oh, they bounce back in two business days and have a new man or a new girl and they they must have not really cared but there's no set time frame on who where how someone displays their hurt externally to the world and there's no way for anyone to ever say how someone else should display that hurt externally We're all going to handle things how we handle things. And it really helps to be accepting and compassionate and empathetic to what other people are going through. And with that, I learned from my trauma dumping on other people to be mindful of what my loved ones are also going through because... It can really be exhausting to take on somebody else's pain, especially when you care for a loved one. It could be very exhausting because we all have our own lives going on and we all have things that we may not talk about outwardly. So here's my challenge. My challenge for you, the next time you're going through something, I want you to ask permission from the person you're venting to. Ask them, hey, I need to vent to you. Do you have the emotional capacity to allow me to vent to you right now, to kind of dump on you right now? And be receptive to that answer. Don't take it personal. 
because you're the one asking the question, but you are strengthening your relationship with that person by saying, I'm in a place of hurt right now, or I'm in a place of confusion and I would love your input. However, I am still mindful enough to make sure you are in a place to receive me. Try it out. Try it out. Try it out. And I hope and hope and pray that this helps somebody somewhere. So if you liked this episode, please make sure that you follow Authentic Shameless Self Podcast and make sure that you follow me on other social media platforms as well, which right now includes TikTok and Instagram, both at Deja Monet. And this actually closes out season one of Authentic Shameless Self Podcast because we're actually starting season two. And season two will be video as well as audio. So I will start posting the video versions of the podcast on YouTube. So make sure you follow my YouTube as well at Deja Monet. And just for a little sneak peek, These are all the topics that season two will include. We will start off with shameless spirituality. Then other episodes include manifestation, feminine energy, masculine energy, religion, love, liabilities, assets, toxic familiar relationships, so toxic family relationships, happiness, and I may throw in a bonus of shameless personality types, which is based off of the the Myers-Briggs theory. So again, I hope y'all enjoyed. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope y'all take on the challenge and don't be afraid to discuss healing and how you require to heal and go inward within yourself to identify your hurts and pains and how to make yourself whole again. Don't be afraid to dig deep into that. Take as much or as little time as you feel is necessary to ensure that you are the best, loving, shameless, authentic person you can be walking this earth because ain't nobody like you, baby. So until next time, much love.